Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We are almost at OT month. Happy almost OT month. That's April every year. We're going to get there in a little bit, God willing. We have finished the other series we were talking about. We're about to start and embark on a brand new series here on OT Talk with Mr. T. We're going to talk, let's talk school therapy tips with the help of yourtherapysource.com. I bought all these different sheets, all these tips to share with you guys. Hopefully it helps a lot and hopefully we can get through it and learn a lot together. Also, we're going to take a brief hiatus for a little bit in a little bit, and then we'll come back to finish off Season 2. And God willing, we need to look out for Season 3 of OT Talk with Mr. T. So let's talk with the help of YourTherapySource.com about the benefits of physical activity for children, especially in a school. A lot of time, there's a lot of academia. There's a lot we're supposed to be teaching the kids. A lot the kids are supposed to be learning. And if we look at society as a whole, this society and many other societies, unfortunately, the trend is going towards sedentary lifestyles. If we think it to ourselves after we finish work and after we finish dinner and the chores around the house, what's the next thing we want to do? And I'm very guilty of this as well with my Doctor Who current addiction, my show, we sit and we sit and we sit and life becomes sedentary. So we have to find ways to get moving and to get the kids to get moving. Because if the kids see us doing this, then they're going to want to do that. They're not going to want to go outside, especially with video games, especially with so much technology with our phones and tablets and laptops. It's so easy to get lost in the moment and just sit and sit and sit on the couch and the bed for hours and hours and hours on end, leading to sedentary lifestyle, which is very bad. So we have to nip it in the bud very early on as much as we can. We have to get kids to move, and we talked a lot about this in the Recess podcast and in the Movement podcast and Fighting Obesity, but today we're going to talk again about it. and Let's talk why it's important to move 10 benefits of physical activity for children with the help of your therapy source, Com. The benefits include cognitive skills because there's executive functioning involved, attention, memory, and, ver- and visual comprehension. And there's also academic achievement because the kids that move around do better. They have higher scores. There's also, it changes the attitudes. It gets them to feel good about themselves. It has, has them moving around and they love that. It's also good for academic practice and academic execution of different things. It allows them to be more organized. It allows them to have good impulse control when they're able to take out their energy and healthy means. It allows them to get involved and have more normal and more functional behaviors, I should say, more functional. It allows them to be able to be more participatory in the classroom and allows them to, to move around. So we need the kids to move around. Like we said yesterday, kids really can't sit for that long. Even the general population, the general ed kids, and Kalva Homer even more so, the children with special needs and disabilities, they really should be moving every 20 to 30 minutes, even for a few minutes. We're not asking that you give them 15-minute recess every 30 minutes, like we mentioned yesterday, but they really need to move, and we need to get them to move. There's so many resources out there, even if you have them march in place or jump in place or hop in place or walk around the, the room, walk around the table, get them up, get them moving, and it's also good for brain breaks. When I went to a PD last year or the year before, they incorporated such a thing, 
thing. And some of the things were silly, but they were still good to get us up and moving. Because even us as adults, we can't sit and sit and sit for eight hours with only a quick lunch break. It's just not functional. It's not good. It's not optimal. So even more so for kids. So in terms of benefits, it improves children's overall physical fitness. Besides for gym, besides for recess, but getting them to move around, getting them to not be sedentary and get them to have the movement also for sensory purposes allows them to have vestibular and proprioceptive input, especially if you do jumping in place or hopping in place or walking in place. So the overall physical fitness will be better. They also can practice their gross motor skills, their motor skills in general. If you have them play different games, they pass a balloon around or don't let the balloon hit the floor, keep the ball up or all great games when I was a kid. Or maybe if they all sit around in a circle, especially if it's a kindergarten class of just 10 to 15 to 20 kids and you have them all sitting around, standing around, excuse me, in a circle and they pass the ball around or they throw the ball around, you can definitely practice those gross motor skills, hand-eye coordination. It also encourages on-task behavior on organizational skills. Kids that move around, that are involved in movement, allows them to remain on task when they're not moving. If they know that in 40, in, excuse me, not 40 minutes, that's way too much. If, if they know in 20 to 30 minutes, they're going to be getting up for a brain break, then they could focus on the task for that 20 minutes. And after they get the brain break, they get the movement break, they get the, the sensory break just to jump around and to do different activities involved in those two to five minutes. It allows them to let out the energy, to get out the energy. It's very hard to sit, especially for kids. It allows them to be more organized and to be more focused on task. It also improves self-confidence. It allows them to feel good about themselves. They like to be in school. They like to run around and they like to feel part of the classroom. They like to play games. The main occupation for kids is play. We repeat. The main occupation for kids is play. So it's anti their main occupation to sit and skill and just do academia. It's anti their functionality of what they're supposed to be doing every day and what they're supposed to be involved in every day to just sit and do academic tasks. We need to have them involved in things that are related to play. That's why the whole point of OT, what we do is everything revolving around play, different activities and tasks that involve play to work on different fine motor skills and what we try to bring to you here on the show as well. So what we could do for kids to let them be involved in their main occupation of play, bringing the, at least bringing some gross motor movement games every 20 to 30 minutes or so, letting them have the break. And when you're doing lessons, please have it play-oriented, especially for little kids. Please have it involved in different skills that can involve play components. If they're sitting and dividing fractions and there's no play element, it's very hard for a kid to sit and do that when really they want to be outside jumping and playing and running and the like. It also encourages socialization when physically active with friends. These physical activities, so many benefits of them. We're just listing 10 with the help of yourtherapysource.com. We're encouraging socialization when physically active with friends. If you see Ben... Pass to Jared. Jared, pass to Charlie. Charlie, pass to Samantha. We want them to talk to each other, look at each other, and be involved with each other when they're physically active, especially if there is a game with everybody standing around, waiting for their turn, passing the ball around. It also reduces obesity. Please see the podcast about obesity where we talk about that at length in the episode. By getting them physically active, getting them fit, getting them involved in these motor breaks and physical activity besides for just recess and besides for gym, which of course is the main aspects, main areas for them to get physical activity, we're allowing them to be more active, less sedentary, hopefully reducing obesity. And this goes hand in hand with healthy eating. And we talked a couple of episodes last year about healthy eating management as well. It improves mood. Kids love to play. Kids love to do games. Very hard for them to sit at the desk. We said many times 
times tonight and in the past, so it improves their mood as well when they're involved in things like this. It helps with their self-regulation, especially if they have the sensory need to play. They have the need to get the vestibular, the movement sense, or the proprioceptive, the joint sense. It helps them to regulate themselves, especially if they need that, and you're targeting that for them. And of course, it encourages setting and achieving goals. I know that in 20 minutes, Miss S is going to let us play. So I'm going to sit nicely for 20 minutes. I'm going to do my work for 20 minutes. And then Miss S is going to let us get up and play a really fun game. I can do it. I can do this goal of sitting for 20 minutes. If you ask me for to sit for three hours until music class or dance class or art class or gym class or lunch, very hard for kids to do, very hard for a lot of us to do. That's a hard goal. But give me 20, 30 minutes, and we'll give you the movement world. That can be done. That's a good goal, a good thing we could try to achieve. And the last thing, the main thing, is it's a brain booster. The positive benefits of physical activity include cognitive skills, executive functioning, making decisions, attention span, allowing them to focus, memory, and verbal comprehension, Higher academic test scores, which should be the key thing that everybody thinks about, especially across the school system, and also for motor planning and impulse control. So let's try to get the kids to be involved in movements and different types of activity, even go noodle, even jumping in place, running in place, hopping in place, passing a ball around, very simple ideas, anything to get them to move around every 20 to 30 minutes for about two to five minutes. Hopefully we'll see more functional skills will see more functional kids kids that really could stay on tasks kids that can really focus and be happy with school day without being fidgety too much without having to see how else we can get them to calm down throughout the day join us next time as we talk about bilateral coordination activities for the whole body using both arms and activities here on ot talk with mr t with the help of your therapy source.com in this series and i'm your host mr t